Hey everyone, this is Yvette Hampton. Welcome back to the Schoolhouse Rocked podcast. I am back this week with Missy Andrews. And if you guys heard my last episode with her, it's been several weeks, maybe a couple months since we released that one. Uh, You are gonna be so encouraged once again. I've told you guys before that one of the ways that we find our guests for the podcast is, is oftentimes you tell us who you wanna hear from and other times, There are people I just know of who are in the homeschool world and they're speakers and leaders and influencers and people that um, I just, you know, think, oh, they would be amazing on the podcast. And a friend of mine told me about Missy and and I had heard of Center for Lit and I had heard of Missy Andrews and Adam Andrews. And I thought, okay, I really want to find out more about this Missy Andrews. And so I started doing some research and I thought, oh, she has so much good stuff, so many good things to talk about. And what we're going to talk about this week is really her homeschool journey. And I was, as I was looking at her topics and just her passion for moms and for homeschooling and, and uh, for discipleship, I just thought this is in addition to the last episode we did, which of course we'll link in the show notes. This was something that I really wanted to have her come back and talk about. And so you are going to just be so blessed this week, um, as I know I will be too. And so be sure to share this episode with your friends if you're watching this on YouTube. Can you like and subscribe to our channel and be sure to share that with your friends as well. Uh, So we're going to talk with Missy, but before we do, I want to say thank you to our sponsor, CTC Math. If you guys are looking for a great online math program, visit ctcmath.com. Try them out for free, ctcmath.com. Well, Missy, welcome back to the Schoolhouse Rocked podcast. It is such a delight to have you back. For those who may have missed my last interview with you, would you quickly introduce us to your family and who you are? Sure, sure. Um, I'm Missy Andrews. I'm married to Adam Andrews. um, And we started a little family business to help homeschool families teach literature to their kids um, over 20 years ago now, I guess. Uh, Centerforlit.com is where you can find us. Um, We do an online school, but our, um, our major focus from the beginning has always been equipping parents to do the work of homeschooling. Um, We think it's a really noble endeavor and um, we just want to help it's it's a difficult thing to do this homeschooling thing, and yeah. um, it, it takes a long time, a lot of concentration and focused effort, and um, the Lord has provided plenty of people in the community to help us with the work. Yeah, it is a great community of speakers, leaders, families, everyone who really comes together, and it's so neat to see the Christian homeschooling community come together really as the body of Christ to yes. encourage one another. And one of the ways that we do that is that we can look to those who have gone before us, which you have, and learn from some of your mistakes, learn from your successes. And you you wrote a book a couple years ago called My Divine Comedy, A Mother's Homeschooling Journey. And I thought, well, is it a joke book? I mean, (laughs) (laughs) how in the world do you get divine and comedy in the same title? (laughs) Um, (laughs) I love it so much. And and as I started reading the book, I was so moved because what I realized in this book, and I'm going to let you tell your story of your homeschool journey. But the thing that really captured me was that, Missy, you, you are an intellect. You are well-educated. You are one of those type A people. You are valedictorian. You married the co-valedictorian. You you are a scholar. You love books. You love learning. You love all those things. I am in many ways the complete opposite of you. I mean, I love learning and I love books, but I am much more simple-minded. And it's so funny. I told my husband that the other day. I said, I, I'm so, so simple compared to people. 
And I don't mean it in a way that like I'm, I'm dumb or stupid. I just, I didn't grow up as an intellect. I didn't grow up digging into, you know, the classics and all of the things that I think as homeschool moms, we think, well, if we're going to be a good homeschool mom, we have to know all of these things and be able to teach them well to our children. And I just didn't grow up that way. And so as I was reading your story, I thought, you know, we are polar opposites. You're a type A, I am a type B. I've mm-hmm. said that many times on the podcast, not even a B plus, like just a B. <laughs> I'm just a type B. <laughs> Sometimes I can like be super organized and have my my life all together. And other times I'm just walking around scratching my head going, what in the world am I doing today? <laughs> and and it, I've learned to just accept that that is how God created me mm-hmm. to be. Mm-hmm. But as different as we are, Missy, we have so much in common when it comes to homeschooling and that we have very much the same fears of messing up our kids. Yes, We have the same fears of feeling like we're not enough or we're not doing it good enough. And, and all the worries that come to us as homeschool moms, I just thought we're really no different. God mm-hmm. just, in, in that aspect, God created us differently, but we have very much the same focus in that we want to raise our kids to know Jesus and to love Jesus. And ultimately that's the goal. Mm-hmm. And so I would love for you to take us through your journey of how you started on this homeschool journey, what that looked like, what your expectations were of yourself. Because as I'm reading your book, I, I was laughing to myself because I thought, well, she really had it nailed down. Uh, and I, I am still trying to nail it down 13 years later. Um, but it's a beautiful story that you have of how the Lord has really transformed you and your family and your homeschool through this journey that he's taken you on. So so I just want to kind of sit at your feet. I want to learn from you. I want to be encouraged by you. And I want the same for our audience. So I'm going to let you start, uh, just share with us kind of how your homeschool journey began mm-hmm. and what the Lord has taken you through um, for these past, uh, how many years was it? That How many years um, ago was it that you started homeschooling? plus years. Of, I, okay. It's been four years now um, since yeah. I graduated my sixth from our homeschool. Um, wow. And um, have been in um, getting used to an empty nest scenario around right. here, but um, but yeah, absolutely. the The book itself is a, a retrospective of my um, it was twenty six years of homeschooling proper, and um, everything that I learned. You know, people say that um, if you homeschool, uh, you get a second chance at your own education, and you know, I heard that along the way and being a kind of bookish sort, I thought, hey, that sounds great get to go back to school and fill in all those gaps from along the way. And it's really true that you get a second chance at your education, but it doesn't mean what you think it means because education is not what we think it is. Um, most of us, especially those of us who grew up in a, a public school environment, really do understand education to be um, data acquisition, right? Mastery. Um, and very few of us grow up in an environment where we understand education um, to be a little more philosophical. The opening of a mind to contemplate itself thinking <laughs> and to come to understand what manner of creature it is and what manner of creature it's not. Um, I like to say that education can't save you, but it can um, put you in the proper mindset to see that you need saving. Um, and we, I think we don't know that when we say we're getting a second chance at our own education, that that's what's going to happen to us, right. <laughs> that we are going to be forced to, um, consider what man of creature we are all over again. And it is, um, 
it is a kind of divine comedy. That that title is actually an allusion to um, Dante's Divine Comedy, which um, comes to us in three parts um, or three books. He says um, we get the Inferno, Purgatorio, and Paradiso, and it's the story um, of a soul's journey to God, essentially. And in the story, Dante makes himself the protagonist. And he says that he finds himself lost in a dark wood because the straight path has been lost. He's been trying to climb up the mountain to God and his path has been obstructed again and again by these three beasts that represent his sins. And he just can't seem to get around them. I don't know if any of you can relate to this, but I certainly could. It, it is the struggle of the Christian um, to overcome the sins that plague him um, in, in his attempts to, to find the Lord and to, to behold his beauty and inquire in his temple, as the psalmist would say, right? The good things and the ultimate things is what um, the Inferno is about. And all of the lessons that he's learned in the Inferno about what sin is um, and what life is good for and the role of reason in guiding us to an understanding of those things and to a reliance on the grace of God instead of our own feeble attempts to perfect ourselves. Dante is confronted not just with the ideas of sin and death and um, idolatry, but with the fact of it in his own life. And this is what my title alludes to is this kind of journey of the soul and the impediments to um, to to um, any kind of real progress that we experience in our real time lives um, that plague us. That is our own sin, not just man's sin nature. Yes, we all ascribe to this, but our own sin. And um, the truth of the matter is we, we learn in the scriptures that the heart is deceitful and desperately wicked. We don't even know the depths of our own sin. And oftentimes in the very act of doing something that we think is so, so good, um, we find that that we're in the midst of deep, deep sin. And that was what happened to me in my homeschooling project. No parent should homeschool alone. You have a God-given calling to bring up your child to love God and to steward His creation. And BJU Press exists to help you be successful in that endeavor. Visit their website at bjupresshomeschool.com or call 1-800-845-5731 to connect with an experienced homeschool consultant. Apologia supports homeschool families with Christ-centered K-12 homeschool curriculum designed to engage your student as they experience the awe and wonder of creation and their creator. Designed by leading scholars with a biblical worldview, Apologia's award-winning curriculum is written in a conversational tone directly to the student to encourage independence. Hands-on activities and experiments help students solidify the concepts they're exploring and build a lifelong love of learning. Visit us at Apologia.com. We are back with Missy Andrews. Okay, continue on with your story because I'm captivated now. Oh, good. <laughs> well, I was just going to say, um, so... I was born to a couple of academics, um, two teachers and lifelong learners. And so I grew up in a house filled with books where education was really important. And so I really valued education. Um, Adam, my husband, also really valued education. Um, we're both book nerds. We graduated from Hillsdale College, which um, is a great book school with a, a, a really fine liberal arts education. And four days after graduation, we got married. 
And it wasn't um, too long after that, that um, as Adam always likes to say, the stork began to pay regular visits to our house, <laughs> dropping off little bundles. <laughs> and before we knew it, we had um, six children of our own. And um, my parents had been involved in public education. I was um, educated in the public school. And initially, before Adam and I got married, when we were talking about how we would educate our future children, um, that at that point were only ideas um, and hopes in our hearts, um, we argued about how we were going to do this. And I think I said something like, um, public school is fine for me. It'll be fine for my children. You know, <laughs> and what could you possibly be saying about my family? What's the matter with my family? And that kind of nonsense. And um, I don't remember that argument really ending, but I can tell you that when my oldest son, Ian, was about two years old, I came to bed one night with a magazine uh, that laid out all of the different approaches to homeschooling. <laughs> and I, Adam looked at me and said, what are you reading? And I told him and he said, well, I thought public school was fine for your children. <laughs> and I said, oh, no, no, my children are going to be homeschooled. <laughs> so the Lord had clearly um, taken care of that by turning my heart towards yeah. homeschooling. And the type of homeschooling that appealed to me most as I surveyed all the different options um, was classical homeschooling because it just, um, it smacked at the liberal arts, um, liberal meaning the, the arts that we study um, that make us free, right? And the idea of, um, of the freedom, not just political freedom, but spiritual freedom was really important to me that my kids would grow up knowing the Lord and um, walking in the liberty of the Lord, um, understanding what that meant. Mm -hmm. So th this means was very familiar to me because of my education um, at Hillsdale and also very attractive to me because of my, um, my Christianity. So uh, we decided that's what we would do. Um, I started homeschooling Ian when he was about four years old. It was way too early. Um, <laughs> and I was, as you said, the very type A personality. It was really important to me to do it right. I had to do it right. And I was willing to do whatever it took to do it right. Um, I was terrified I was going to do it wrong and mess my kids up. Um, so I spent hours and hours um, preparing. Um, initially, when I started, I was using a phonics um, curriculum that scripted the lessons. And I remember um, I'd have it open on my lap and I would read word for word everything that this woman, bless her heart, had written down for me <laughs> to say. And it was a long time before I went um, off notes, <laughs> off book, the theater people would say, um, and had any confidence that, oh yeah, this isn't rocket science. I can do this, you know, yeah. um, because I just really wanted to do it right. It was so important. Um, and that is the way I approached, um, the education project with my kids from beginning to end with ardor and earnestness. And, um, I, I really was willing to sacrifice whatever I would do whatever it took to um, to give my kids the the education that I wanted them to have, and um, homeschooling draws that kind of personality. Whether you're type A or type B, the earnestness of the parents involved in the homeschooling process mm -hmm. um, you can't overstate it. We're doing this on purpose, and it costs us something. Right. It's a really noble enterprise. The problem is that I guess I conflated the nobleness of the enterprise with nobleness in myself. And that was the beginning of the problem that, um, the, that I was the fly in the homeschooling ointment <laughs> 
that is the heart is deceitful and desperately wicked. Who can know it, right? We don't know um, the depravity in our own hearts. And so I, f- I latched on to this homeschooling idea and imagined that in some way, the virtuousness of the project made me virtuous, that the goodness of the project made me good and um, lost sight of the fact that I was a sinner going about this business. Um, on any given day, I was about the business of um, discipline and instruction and preparation and grading and all of those kinds of things that everybody is engaged in. And it, it looked pretty ordinary around here. But um, what I was doing constantly and earnestly was trying like mad to be good enough. Everything depended on it as far as I was concerned, Um, that I was a good enough teacher, that I had prepared well enough, that they were prepared well enough. So pretty soon, because of the nature of the beast that is homeschooling, um, when my child got an A on their report card, I got an A on my report card. When my child failed the test, I failed the test. Um, Because you're so involved in the process, you begin to conflate issues, um, if you're anything like me. And um, it's, it's, it's so subtle that it's almost um, unacknowledged, right? You, right? you don't, nobody's messing up their kids on purpose. All right. of us want our kids t- to be well and to succeed. Um, it's just that there's this, there's this impulse in our hearts um, to save ourselves, right? And we grasp at the things around us in order to try to do that, to secure identity and name and security. And we look at this homeschooling project, which um, when I began the homeschooling project with my kids, homeschooling was like swimming upstream in the culture. Uh, There's still a little of that, but it's become much more mainstream than it was um, 25 years ago, right? Um, And so there was this deep need to validate the project through success mm-hmm. and success meant results, success meant A's and um, high scores on achievement tests and um, scholarships to colleges and high paying jobs. And you can fill in the blanks. You know, it, it looks sure. the same, I think, across the board. Um, and all of those things are great things, but they're not ultimate things. Right. Um, when we look to those things to validate our work, um, we do violence to the work itself, Right. Um, though they might give us some good information, they don't actually have the ability to name us or to judge us in those things. But I was pretty quick to allow them to. So, um, so the role in, of the homeschool mom in education is to facilitate the learning process and their kids. Um, and as I mentioned before, education is not what we think. It's not just um, let's learn about states and capitals and see if we can't get 100% on the test. That's, um, those are the, the things of education that we sure. work on. But the real educational moment comes when um, Johnny gets an F on one of his papers and comes face to face with either his laziness or maybe it's a real impasse. He's, he's just not wired up to learn that thing that way. And maybe you like for me in mathematics, math was never going to be my thing. And I, I was pressed all the way to the end to work as hard as anybody could just to make the grade, to move on to the next level and, and progress. I was never, ever going to solve the the problems of the world mathematically. And I remember um, working in the subject of mathematics brought me up against myself so that I realized that um, though I was created in the image of God and I could learn to reason, I wasn't God. 
I was just a creature. And there were some things that were never going to be my thing. And that those things were gifts to me so that I would never make too much of myself. So that I would never come to think that I was a God instead of beloved of God. Um, they were they were like road signs to help me figure out what a creature is, um, and to redirect my impulses in large in a large way. So sometimes the F's that we get teach us more than the A's that we get, um, if that makes any sense. But if you're conflating the um, success of the enterprise with worldly success. Um, grades and data and um, entrance exams that get you in the door and give you hefty scholarships, um, you lose sight of the real purpose of education in that regard. Uh, and you begin to conflate um, ends and means. And suddenly um, the identity project is written all over the surface of the homeschooling project, um, both for the child and for the mother, because the child learns from the mother. Um, that the apple doesn't fall far from the tree. We are out of time. We're going to come back on Wednesday. We're going to continue this conversation. I love hearing your story. I love hearing your heart and how the Lord has changed you in a good way um, through what He's brought you through. So thank you guys for joining us. Um, If you have not left a review for this podcast, would you do that on whatever app you're listening to? Or if you're listening to this podcast um, on YouTube, maybe you're watching it. Uh, leave a review, leave a comment, and let people know why they should listen as well. We love you guys so much. Have a great rest of your day, and we'll see you back here on Wednesday. Stick around till the end of the show for a preview of what's coming next on the Schoolhouse Rocked podcast. What we do at IEW is break through the, the noise of the grammar and the writing prompts, and we say, this is what you do step by step. And I've witnessed it over and over again, both watching Andrew teach and hearing from parents, this is the best writing program. We've made it so easy and made it really affordable. So any mom can teach writing to their children using our course, and we guarantee it. To try three weeks of free lessons, visit IEW.com rocked. If you make homeschooling an ultimate thing instead of a subordinate thing in service of um, of the truth of God and the love of God in Christ Jesus for sinners, um, that kind of truth and knowledge, um, that homeschooling itself will be perverted. It will become an idolatrous demon that devours you and your kids wholesale, and um, you will have a stillbirth on your hands. (laughs) 